0: Moses is lying he's lying he's lying right at my feet actually um, like
1: what do you think is going through Moses's head like is he just can you ask him Moses, if horses
0: Moses do do you believe that Medina spirit is is aware <laughs> is reading the tabloids is reading the headlines about him no reaction Moses is just lying no re- so, so, so yeah People's Sports Podcast. I am Mark Titus. She is Charlotte Wilder. We simply do not have time for pleasantries, Charlotte. We do not have time for small talk. This is an absolutely loaded show. I have a feeling this show is going to go for three hours. It is a show that you and I have both been very excited to do. And uh, we we don't have time for chit chat. We simply do not have the time. We have to get into it. Tell the people what what is going on today. We believe.
1: I'm glad I'm glad you said that because I was going to say I was going to be like Mark. We got to get right into this because my list alone could take like four <laughs> hours. So th- today is the horse show, and I think every. <laughs> is that the title of <laughs> the show? Think- yeah, it's the, the horse, horse show, show and uh, a little a little thing I have to say about um, A Rod and J Lo and Ben Affleck. But yeah, that's yeah basically okay. The show, right. Well,
0: right. Let's do. Let's let's get it out of the way. Let's get out of the the stuff we okay, we so, definitely are not talking about uh, before we yeah, get to the here, horses. Go ahead.
1: The two things that I definitely don't want to talk about is how everybody is mad at me on the internet about Tim Tebow and. Oh no! How, what what happened? Okay, so I tweeted. <clears throat> oh God! I tweeted. I tweeted the most. Um, the thing that I thought would make people least mad like I was going for sort of a send up of you know how everybody the minute Tebow signs with Jacksonville everybody is like which we talked about not wanting to talk to talk about last week which we're still not going to talk about but I was like the funniest thing to me is how everybody's taking this and turning it into like this means this or this says this about okay this. Hang like, on. It I'm became... gonna stop
0: you I'm gonna stop you because uh, I my mother has been visiting uh, She she's she is she is now back in Indiana but my mother came to visit this weekend she showed up on Friday. Mm-hmm. She left. Uh, she was supposed to leave yesterday morning. Her flight got delayed. She took a red eye late last night. So uh, I have been kind of off the internet the entire okay. last four or five days. I have not seen. Reaction to Tim Tebow, so uh, please, please give me the backstory because because you're glossing over this. You're like people are just going blah 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 blah. I don't know what sorry, the blah sorry, blah blah is. Okay,
1: the blah 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 is that people are saying you know here's this guy who hasn't played in the NFL. You know, Field the at ESPN tweets out you know the last time Tebow played in the NFL was three thousand sixty five days ago or something. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. Like, and people are saying, well, okay, so now you have guys who were in the draft or who weren't drafted who were tight ends who deserve a shot, but Urban Meyer's just giving Tim Tebow a shot. Yeah. And, you know, talking about how all of the things with um, basically like anything bad that has ever happened in the NFL. Tebow is an example of like, if you're just a white guy who is friends with people, um, you get a chance to play. Mm -hmm. Um, But then it turns out that there are there are people who are like, Tim Tebow was great. He didn't. He should have played tight end. He didn't. And now he's going to. This is awesome. So I tweeted
0: Tim Tebow
1: is proof that if you're Tim Tebow and you follow your dreams, you'll end up as a tight end on an NFL team after spending a few years in the Mets farm system after failing as a quarterback for the Broncos after winning the Heisman. Like, that to me was sort of like, this is what, Mm -hmm. you know, the sort of most... A send up of the whole thing, okay. and I my mentions have just been an absolute disaster. People really? being like, "Yeah," people being like, "What have you ever done with your life? Like, you're just jealous. Like, you call winning one wow. playoff game a failed career." Yes, and yes, I'm I do. This. He's a failed quarterback.
0: He is not a good <laughs> yeah, quarterback right. in the NFL. I mean, how was that? I don't understand. That.
1: And the only reason <laughs> that I don't want to talk about this is because I got the funniest insult from a stranger in my dms that i i was like cry laughing for a good 10 minutes when i read this one it's it's from this guy gabriel who doesn't have a picture and is in his uh bio and and the message is just (laughs) (laughs) sorry um your forehead is absolutely massive for that pea-sized brain behind it let some bangs down unless you're a balding ass bitch (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, "I'm sorry, I can't even be mad about that. Like, that's just like one of that's the funniest two sentences."
0: That was for me. Charlotte. I've heard in a long time. To be honest with you, that was for me. I wrote that. that was, I was hoping you would read you it on he- the show. I had a bet with my buddy that if I sent you something, <laughs> I could get you to read it on the show. <laughs> Oh, I'm like, man. I, 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 I I'm very excited. It sounds like I took a uh, a Twitter hiatus at the perfect time. Maybe I don't need to come back to Twitter then. Maybe I'm just gonna like let the hiatus roll because uh, that sounds like an absolutely nauseating debate to be uh, watching unfold on Twitter.com.
1: It's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty awful. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty. It's like the least thing we want to talk about. But so it in it, it, it's funny you say that because after I tweeted that I haven't I haven't I hadn't looked. I didn't yeah. look for a few days. It is very like,
0: bizarre how people, uh, I, I mean, I guess it kind of makes a lot of sense, but I don't know the, the just the, how, how polarizing that guy is for reasons that aren't entirely clear. And all the, the part of it that's confusing to me, Tim Tebow um, and I, uh, uh, wanting to play tight end for the Jaguars is, is I guess I understand why Urban Meyer would want him around. I guess I understand, uh, you know, he's, he's, a, a good athlete certainly like we would say he's a great athlete like i would say great athlete yeah. i mean if we're talking like strength and and he can run and i don't know we watched him at florida the guy won a heisman at two national titles. he's one of the greatest college or college football players of all time um so that part of it checks out that like maybe let's let's kick the tires on this guy give him a chance see what he can do <laughs> i don't understand tim tebow's motivations i have not understood this at all uh i am i am basically the exact same age as tim tebow um, we, we were in the same high school class. I remember when he was being recruited and, and I, I remember watching him play high school football on television. Um I I, I, I know this guy pretty well from the and, and watched him, you know, like we I don't know how else to say it that right. Uh so so I'm giving you that backstory to say that I'm at the position in my life where if the Jacksonville Jaguars called me and asked me to play tight end, I would be like, absolutely not. They're like Mark, we want to offer you like a four million dollar contract. I'd be like, God no, no, please no. And that's the part that's confusing to me is like the people there are saying good for Tim that he is is not giving up on his dream, uh, that that he is sticking with this. And I and I guess I'm with you. Like, is, is this his dream to to be the practice tight end of the Jacksonville Jaguars at age 34? I- that's his dream. Like, what? <laughs> I don't think I, that's just dream. I don't know. a man I won a Heisman and be... two national titles. I don't understand. <laughs> so I don't get, I don't like, get like, his motivations. I don't get his motivations. And I don't. Uh, that's the part that's been confusing to me. Um, but no, let, I guess let the people on the internet argue. And um, I don't know. It's, it's so stupid. Yeah,
1: it... Right, like, we could speculate, but, like, I don't know. I mean, as, also, as a 32-year-old who gets out of bed and foam rolls her back every morning, I'm like, I don't know physically, yeah. the you know, that, that doesn't hold a lot of um, interest for me. I'm also... A girl I, who never played football. Yeah. <laughs> I'm by and
0: large, by the way, a Tim Tebow fan. Like, I think the guy is a, a good human being. And uh, I, I think like as corny as he, he was kind of like JJ Watt before JJ Watt, you know? Like he was like the guy that was like clapping really hard. Like, let's go guys. And you're like, what a cornball!" But at the same time, <laughs> like, like who is care. who is he what harming? He? So like, let him be, you know, like he, he I, I, I never really understood why people didn't like him. Um, but at the same time like i don't understand why he now wants to play professional football like it's all very confusing to me as to how we got here with with this whole story so i'm just gonna sit this one out i think
1: (laughs) all right so i'm gonna me too because apparently uh, the people are uh, yeah uh here's something though that i i would like to briefly not talk about which is um so a rod alex rodriguez jennifer lopez they break up jennifer lopez apparently went on a week-long vacation Mm -hmm. with her ex ben affleck uh, which i am just thrilled about and so page six said on tuesday when asked in miami how he felt about his ex-fiance jennifer lopez going on vacation with her old flame ben affleck rodriguez responded go yankees
0: wow so he's not mad. He, he, he responded, I'm definitely not mad.
1: <laughs> no, he's not mad at all. I'm not
0: phased by this at all. I don't, it's not, I'm actually, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Isn't that incredible? And, yeah. and so, like, obviously, I had to tweet something about this, and after I tweeted about this and Tebow, I was like, I'm going to step away from the internet for a second. But someone responded and said, do you think that the noted Red Sox fan is looking at this from a different angle, taking his wife back from Alex Rodriguez instead of dating a Bronx woman at the peak of the rivalry? And I was like, oh my God, Ben's been playing the long game this whole time. I, uh,
0: Yes. All right, Let's go with that. Huh? Let's go with that. Huh? Ben's playing the long game. Ben is definitely not just like meandering through life and uh, just like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: With a back, back, back tattoo, standing on the beach gazing
0: into nothing. Just kind of like throwing a lot of darts at the dartboard <laughs> seeing what sticks. Just like sliding into DMs left and right and seeing what hits and then like, yeah, I guess I'll date her now and that's look, definitely not what he's doing. someone who once
1: got into a bar because the bartender thought you were Ben Affleck, uh, you should take a little bit more interest in this mark. I
0: still get told I look like Ben Affleck, even as I've grown my hair out. and uh, We
1: should give J-Lo a call. I
0: d- yeah, maybe I should. I don't. <laughs> and uh, as, as the years go by, being told I look like Ben affleck becomes less and less of a <laughs> compliment like at first i was like okay i'll take it i mean he's not he's he's i guess some people think he's handsome so i'll take it and now like people are like hey you kind of look like ben affleck and i'm like are we sure
1: <laughs> can You're you like, try in again the picture <laughs> where he's dropping his packages with his dunkin donuts or in the one where he's staring off into the distance right. in the beach looking really sad which one right which <laughs> one
0: I'm like can we go back to people saying I look like Marcus Saul. That was I'd rather have that at this point. I'd rather be told I look like Marcus Saul than Ben Affleck at this point in my life. Um, uh, let's not talk about that though. You, you should be. Okay. By the way, you should be the A Rod. We should just brand you like the A Rod relationship expert between Aaron Rodgers and Alex Rodriguez. You know, like look at you, just like any A Rod. Oh my God, you just blew my mind. Yeah, any A Rod at all. You're you're.
1: <laughs> That's huge. That's huge. I am. I If there is a celebrity with A and then Rod in his name, like I'm on it. We'll think of more. But um, anyway, is there anything you don't want to talk about uh, before we do I our horse show?
0: I saw this headline that a college pitcher's stolen prosthetic arm was found at a South Dakota recycling center. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. Sorry. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> he, uh, he, had his, he had his prosthetic arm stolen. It was not his throwing arm, uh, for clarity. He, he's a right-handed pitcher. He was born without a left arm. Or like, That's I, the
1: worst thing I have ever yeah. Who would do that?
0: I imagine. I didn't really read the story, obviously. I mean, come on. Yeah, who does? Come on. You're not a loser. Yeah, the thing about headlines like that, too, is like you don't want to read the story. It's just better to read the headline and just have an idea of what go, goes on. But I I, I, I had gathered from uh, context clues of people uh, chattering about it from... Mm-hmm. Um that he he was born his left arm uh below the elbow he did not have a left arm below the elbow and uh, he has a prosthetic so he, he wears the prosthetic to like i guess have the glove on his his hand and, right. and so you can pitch whatever right. um but my guess is they didn't steal the arm i got to i got to see the best people Charlotte so i'm going to assume that they didn't like s- this was not a heist situation where they were trying to steal the arm they were <laughs> the arm was like in the car or something and they just like took everything or yeah. you know or is it like a backpack? That's a much
1: <laughs> more charitable uh, place to go first before. It was in a duffel did...
0: bag with a PS five and they just like grabbed it right. all together. <laughs> and the guy the kid's like, I want my arm back, you can have the PS five. Like that's what I, I I wanna assume that. I wanna I don't you know, but well, like, like it
1: was a total accident. It got right. like it somehow got caught. Yeah, I you don't know, I don't wanna, I, don't think, wanna I, right.
0: I, I I I cannot bring myself to believe that this was a situation where like the rival team got together and was like, we must stop this guy. Let's steal his... That's immediately yeah. where my head went. Yeah, I, don't, I, I can't believe that. But it probably, you know, that's probably what it was.
1: That's um, actually a weird reversal for us because normally I'm the one who's like, no, everything's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your that life, is life is suffering. That
0: is true. That is a nice little... We keep people yeah. on their toes just when you think we're, yeah. we're uh, predictable. Um, I,
1: when you think we're going to zig, we zag. I
0: also don't want to talk about the NFL schedule release. Um, I definitely don't want to spend the next four hours fleshing out uh, how many games the LA Rams are going to win um, based on their schedule, and what what, what do you have the in week in week seven? Do you have that as a win or a loss? Do you have that as a? <laughs> I have it as a tie. How do you see the How do you see the Bears playing out? You you really think they're going to win four in a row? I don't see that. I can't see. it.
1: I am going to be honest. I didn't did not know that the schedule.
0: Yeah, well, just just wait, because you're about to hear nothing but like meathead sports talk guys just being like, (laughs) I think this is favorable. I think the Dolphins have a favorable draw. I think... When Next you look at that we'll division, that. <laughs> I think the Dolphins, I, I think they definitely have what it takes to go nine and seven. Although they're playing seventeen games this year, right? Isn't that isn't that yeah, true? That's a, yeah, that's a It's.
1: I mean, that's a lot of games. I don't like and that. then when you factor in when you factor in all the salary cap stuff, yeah. and then you know, like who with the luxury tax and then, you know, and then the numbers of it all, like I don't like seventeen games, by the way. <laughs> I don't either. That's
0: very confusing. That's gonna that's going to uh shake up like yeah i don't know my understanding of everything I, my i i i want to see teams try to go eight and eight isn't that the jeff fisher special that he always went eight and eight i i, I seven and nine i can't see i don't want guys to be i, I don't know nine and eight just as a jeff do fisher it, apologist
1: no. first of all i take that's really offensive um
0: how eight eight is pretty good <laughs> eight and eight is do you know
1: the i think i've said have i said this before on this podcast but the most awkward question Besides asking Mike Vrabel why he said he'd cut off his dick to win a Super Bowl, the most awkward question that I've had to ask a coach is um when I had to ask Jeff Fisher if he'd seen all the memes and the jokes about him going seven and nine or eight and eight. Yeah. His face he it was like, it was like, like <laughs> it was like it was like <laughs> I, it was like a asking a bro, it was like breaking a broken man. I was like, I'm I'm so so sorry that mm. <laughs> he was like, Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've seen I've him. I've seen him I've seen him.
1: And I was like <laughs> Let's change the subject.
0: <laughs> my uh my experience with that was uh asking Mick Cronin, who's the the UCLA yeah. basketball coach, uh when he got the job, he was like their twelfth choice. It was a very public uh coaching search in the sense that UCLA was throwing out names of guys they wanted to hire. Those guys kept saying no. Then they tried to hire uh Jamie Dixon from TCU. He couldn't get out of his contract. Long story short, <laughs> like it was like they ended up hiring Mick Cronin. And I, I thought it was kind of funny because I'm like, I wonder how Mick Cronin feels like knowing publicly. That he was yeah. he was not even close to right. their first choice. And Do asked you asked him Yeah, I asked him about it. I was like, Coach, you know, a lot of people are, are he's like, Yeah, I understand. He's like, I got the job that like he he kinda had the attitude of like, I, I it doesn't matter how I got here. I I have the prettiest girl at the dance and that's all that matters, you know. It doesn't matter that
1: Right, like sorry that she that she like asked twelve other people before yeah, you, but like matter. I'm Right. I'm
0: taking her home tonight. That's all I know. We're waltzing, <laughs> yeah, baby. That's all I know.
1: <laughs> Going to the big dance. Uh, one, that's a college basketball a, joke. One other Mark, thing that I don't want to talk you.
0: about. Yeah, I I, I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it, Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte is the stand up comedian. <laughs> that says the I, joke. I'm, I'm no one laughs. Again. And you're like, guys, uh, I gotta explain that one. I'm gonna
1: <laughs> No, I just say it again. I, I say, say it three it. times, and then and then they're crickets, and I'm like, You get I'm like get it? Get it? And everyone's like, yeah, no, we get it. We just hate it.
0: Yeah, that was a good stand-up comedian bit for you. Is you say "get it" at the end of every joke. I bet that would that would play really well. You could you go to I mean, open mic night I and you just say a joke. Go to an
1: open mic. Up. Get it. I had a whole bit. I was working on a bit. I was talking to my mom on the phone the other day, and I really got on a roll. And I was like, I should. This should be a bit.
0: What what like, what would be your what would be your uh, topic if you had to do like a tight five on something?
1: I can't see. That's the problem. I can't. I should have written it down because I had like I was on a roll. And now yeah. I have no idea what I'm talking
0: about. My my type five would probably be the uh um the the motorized uh the gas powered leaf blowers, you know? That pissed me off.
1: Yeah. That's I, I
0: spent a lot of time thinking about those guys. That the Oh, you <laughs> know no, no you know what mine would be? be? What?
1: Your if yours is the leaf blower <laughs> we are <laughs> such total losers. <laughs> i would just listen to what i'm about to say if your bit would be the motorized <laughs> the motorized oh my God. if your bit would be the motorized leaf blower mine would be like um wanting like wanting oatmeal chic it would be like <laughs> wanting to you know wanting to dress like a bowl no of oatmeal. that's good like I,
0: that plays i think that play, yeah. that'd be good i, I don't like. did
1: i tell the story last time and then i swear we'll get into horses how when i was um when i was 12 when i was in se- maybe 13 i was in seventh grade i had just watched something's gotta give uh with diane keaton mm-hmm. and jack nicholson it's a nancy myers movie you know nancy myers is the director who has these like you know all our movies take place in the hamptons right. or like santa barbara and these beautiful kitchens and all the women are wearing like you know they're all meryl streep and diane keaton and they're all wearing like beige right. cashmere and like basic. And, and, and i'd watch this movie and i was like I love Diane Keaton style so much. I made my mom go out and buy me. I was like, I need this outfit. I made her go to the mall and I got a turtleneck with a button down to wear over it because I thought <laughs> Diane Keaton looked so cool.
0: <laughs> You're dressing like Diane Keaton in junior high. <laughs> and, yeah. And
1: my mom, my mom, who is the most supportive, like, you know, do whatever you want, wear like, at, she, even she was like, ah <sighs> she's like you sure she's like you gonna wear that to seventh grade and i was like this is the high i mean i was like have you ever seen anyone look cooler and she was like well uh, i mean okay and i told her this story the other day she didn't remember it. and she was like i said that like i i and i was like yeah no you were like pump the brakes for a second and she was like i mean i just like just looking out just (laughs) looking out
0: your mom's like charlotte you have the rest of your life to look like a bowl of oatmeal like i don't know maybe (laughs) maybe get some colorful i don't know wear a starter jacket like the rest of the kids you know like come on what are we doing (laughs) charlotte
1: (laughs) She's like, even like the jeans, you know, the straight like jeans and white polo you normally wear, that's better than this. Like, we gotta. Oh, man. Anyway, so I just no, realized that, I I, be... that I've been, my whole life, I've been, this is what it's come I, to. Like, I, this is just the long. I game. think
0: that that could play. I think a five minute set on on your attire and your dress, I think that would that would work. I think that would, I think that could be good. Um.
1: Anyway, should we talk about horses?
0: Yeah, we should. I wanna give a shout out, though, real quick to, to DK Metcalf. That was another thing I wrote down. Running the 100 meter oh, dash. Did you see that? the D- DK Metcalf, who was, who was very quickly. Becoming one of my favorite athletes in, in in sports, I guess is how you'd say that. Uh, one of my favorite, who's, as
1: opposed to music,
0: as opposed to yeah, one of my favorite current athletes still playing. Um, DK Metcalf, he's he's he, he entered this hundred meter dash in the Golden Games, like he's trying out for uh, the Olympics. Oh yeah. Of. But I not saw really. that he like was he going knows, to. I didn't see He kind of knows he's probably he not gonna make the Olympics, but he's like, "I'll oh, screw it, I'll do it. I'll run against these guys. I'll see how good I was. He was he finished last. It was the most I watched the race. Uh he finished last in his heat, but it was the most impressive last place finish of all time, I'd say. He like <laughs> he stuck with all the guys. He very much and, and, and it was hysterical. You should go watch it. it was hysterical okay. watching them uh like in the lead up to the race, which is only like the three or four minutes as the guys are getting ready to get in the blocks, and they're all standing there. DK Metcalf looks absolutely massive. He looks like comically out of place. <laughs> and these track guys are already in good shape and they're all cut up and you know, they have zero yeah, percent yeah. body fat and all that, but they don't have muscle on muscle on muscle on muscle. And DK Metcalf. But their is,
1: biceps don't have biceps.
0: And they're not 6'3, 6'4, whatever DK Metcalf <laughs> is. Um, it is it is hysterical just watching that because you know how they stand there and they kind of pay they they just kind of you know, lean back they and like forth kick and they're kicking their legs and it's, yeah. and they got their chains on and they go back and forth with tucking it in. And then they tucks it out. And then they're tight. Like you get those shots. Yeah. 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 And then the, the, some of the guys are punching their legs and getting them warmed up. And um <laughs> yeah. so during that, as the announcers are talking about these guys, they cut from DK Metcalf to like the guys who are the favorites. And it's like, oh, my God, <laughs> He looks like a he looks like a father racing against his like, you know, his children. And then he ends up getting last, obviously. I mean, the guy doesn't train for this like the rest of the guys do. But uh, it was it was very, very impressive. It was the most impressive last place finish I've ever seen. That's what I wanted to say. You know
1: what? You probably liked it. Was that? Because it was like you playing rec league basketball.
0: Yeah, it was. Yes. yes. That's it. yeah. DK Metcalf halfway through says, this isn't fair. and takes off his shoes. It <laughs> takes his shoes off. <laughs> no, he, he definitely, uh, he, he held his own. I mean, he's not going to make the Olympic team. He's not, he does not have a future. does not seem in, in a hundred meter dash, but, uh, I think He's gonna be just fine at football, but he held his own, it was crazy. That's what I mean, Like, I, that's why it was so impressed. That's why I keep saying the most impressive last place finish. He technically got last in the heat, but uh, it was not last where like he's you know falling behind the rest of the pack, right? He was with the pack and he got last, so he's, whatever. Anyway, I think shout it's out to him. Super
1: cool that he tried,
0: yeah. And he kind of didn't say anything about it until like a few days before, I guess. Like, he didn't, yeah, it, it was not like a big, uh, highly. Publicized thing. He's just like I'm going to run this race. We'll see how I do. All right, I lose. Good job, guys. Maybe I'll do it again someday. I don't know.
1: I love it. That was it. I love he's it. He's
0: awesome. Um. All right. Speaking of racing, let's talk about horses because uh Bob Baffert um has has become a a uh a villain. We'll say. I mean, he's kind of already been a villain in, in horse racing, but he, in my mind, he has dominated a lot of my brain power and thinking about sports in the past week. Um. I yeah, I've same. spent a lot of time. Uh, even though I haven't been on the internet much, uh, I, I have heard about Bob Baffert giving a horse steroids and it is, it is occupied, especially we, we glossed over last week, the uh, the dog that got meth in New Zealand and we laughed about it. We were like, how, how messed up is that, that they are giving these animals things to run faster. And then bam, the Kentucky Derby, the most prestigious yep. horse race, uh, horse race that exists in this country, won by Bob Baffert yet again. And
1: who is a horse trainer for those who don't know? He trains horses. He is not the
0: horse, Bob Baffert is no. not the name of the horse. He is the trainer of the horse. <laughs> he is the guy that looks like Bob Baffert
1: <laughs> won the Kentucky Dirt. Bob Baffert be the... and DK Metcalf won the Kentucky Dirt. Charlotte,
0: that should be the punishment for Bob Baffert is that he, like, they allow Medina Spirit to run in the Preakness. Uh-huh. The, pre- the reason we're talking about this, by the way, is the Preakness is coming up on Saturday. Uh, so Medina Spirit test positive for betamethazone, I believe, is the substance, which is like a steroid um, that we have since learned he uh, absorbed into his body via an ointment that was put on him uh because he apparently has dermatitis horses. They're just like us. Uh they had <laughs> he had dermatitis, so they rub ointment on him. It gives him a little, you know, a little boost, a little kick to uh, yeah. run a little faster. Uh but now Medina Spirit apparently is is eligible to run this this weekend in the Preakness to to preserve the triple crown pursuit. Um and I think one of the punishments, part of the negotiation as to whether Medina Spirit should be eligible or not, I think Bob Baffert should have to run with the rest of the horses. I think he should be <laughs> I think you should have to put Bob Baffert out there and just run the entire, (laughs) what is it, like a mile and a half, a mile and a quarter? Yeah.
1: Do you know what it makes me think of that Monty Python skit where they have all the Queen Victorias racing against each other yeah. the, and it's like Queen Victoria and Lee followed by Queen Victoria and Queen. Um, I think so too. I think also though like we can't ignore the fact that Bob Baffert first said that it was one of the grooms who had taken cough syrup or cough medicine mm-hmm. and then peed on the hay in the horse's stall and then the horse ate the hay which is how he got bethomethasone in yep. his system and then bob baffert's like oh sorry no it was, no, it was the
0: dermatitis cream damn it, it was the cream it was that's like, what oh, it was my bad it was, it was probably he the cream.
1: well the, it wasn't the elaborate thing that i said this before. Is, also it was 21 picograms picograms which yeah. is a small amount which um so bob baffert is saying that like the horses that cancel culture is coming from medina spirit
0: no it is a small amount and you know how i know that is because bob baffert himself told me that my pharmacist <laughs> my pharmacologist told me that 21 picograms would have had no effect on the outcome of the race this is the funniest part to me this is is why this is so did interesting
1: you did you go to a pharmacy and ask
0: <laughs> this is why this story is so funny to me is that uh the the cheating itself is not exactly surprising um it's mm-hmm. sports there show me a sport that exists in this world there's probably somebody cheating trying to win uh right what is so funny is the fallout of it is bob Badford just incredulous like i how did this I, I, you know what there's a horse that peed on the hay. I saw him pee on hay. That's probably what happened. But I, I, you know what, guys, I'm going to investigate this. I'm going to invest. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I'm going to figure out how this happened. Don't you worry. Uh, and then, in part of his investigation, he talks to his pharmacologist, which uh, did. What's the difference between a pharmacist and a pharmacologist? I don't know. Um, I couldn't tell you. His pharmacologist told him that this would have no effect on the race. So he, he investigated himself. He determined that he had no idea this happened. He had no idea how this happened. Uh, he's going to figure out who did this. But in the meantime, also, my research has uncovered that the win is legitimate and that, yes, uh, I, it, the horse did have more of a substance than he's legally allowed to have. But according to people on my payroll...
1: <laughs> they said. Right. They
0: told me <laughs> that this is a clean win. So drop it. Everybody, drop it. I don't see. What, I don't see what the issue is here.
1: <laughs> There's a right I'm. I'm. I'm honestly surprised that, like, you know, we've become a true crime sports podcast. Yes. So you think he would have called up, you know, Dumb and Dumber over here to really investigate? So we would investigate. This. Yeah. And we would find. um Well, I mean, if Bob Baffert told us, we'd be like, well, there you have it, from the horse's mouth. <laughs>
0: No, sorry. Charlotte, Bob sorry. Baffer is not the horse. You're confusing our listeners. <laughs> oh, sorry, not I keep from the forgetting. <laughs>
1: I keep forgetting. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Medina Spirit is the horse. Um, I don't. I, and, you know, when we were talking about this before we before we hopped on here, I you said something that I think is very true, which is that, like, the worst possible way to cheat, and we mentioned this last week with dogs on meth, is that giving an animal illicit mm-hmm. substances in order to win a sporting event and make money is probably up there with one of the like most craven like horrible things you can do like i, ca- I can't imagine like you have to be a really really pr- like someone's got to be really wrong yeah. with you to do that i uh i
0: agree with you that that cheating in this way th- this is one of the worst ways i think you can cheat in sports is like and, and to be clear like he's not I think when you hear, like, a, he's giving a horse steroids, you, your mind immediately goes to this massive syringe that they're just, like, they're sedating the horse and then just, like, shooting it into his jugular. Yes. And are, and that's not how it works anymore. I guess it probably used to work that way. but uh, No,
1: you just sort of, you jolted me out of my little rant when you were, like, they did just put, like, they put ointment. on on a horse horse.
0: yeah yeah so it's not like like,
1: if you give them the benefit of the doubt and you're like okay that is actually what happened as opposed to like maybe they've been giving this horse steroids for a while before the race and like you can think really cynically about it but, but
0: but my mind immediately goes to like they were probably doing that too
1: yeah that's what i mean that's what i'm saying like that's why i'm like okay i just like horse racing is so corrupt already that something like this comes out and i'm like i'm probably not going to give you a benefit of the 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 doubt especially because bob baffert has been like his horses he's been he's been training horses for like 40 years this guy's been in this forever he's been flagged with at least 30 medication violations
0: like five in the last year right isn't that yeah. what they are saying uh, i don't know yeah, I, didn't I saw see, is that, that right? yeah it's like five in the last like 12 or 13 months he has been dinged with uh yeah so he has no idea yeah, how this so it's is sort happening. of
1: like a fool me once situation. yeah
0: fool me 35 times um, <laughs> exactly yeah and and like you said like i the, the incident itself uh rubbing a little ointment on the dermatitis uh, like i i i dermatitis sucks i get it you want to you want to help the horse out put a little you know yeah. <laughs> that that I mean, uh that alone might not be that big of a deal but I have to believe that in the world of horse racing, uh, mm-hmm. they know they they have figured out the science enough. Like this is this is all like there's so much money in this, there's so much science in this, there's so much uh it, it would be stupid not to in a lot of ways. I mean as as immoral as that sounds, it would be stupid to not cheat. It would be stupid to not I mean, this is your
1: nba yeah. theory right like if
0: you're if you're trying to win horse races of course there's th- there's a zero percent chance in my mind that people aren't like drugging these horses to, to make them stronger and faster and whatever and figuring out like how many picograms can we do we can do 21 all right <laughs> i'm gonna do 26 and then say okay. i don't know how those last five got in there Or like i'm gonna do like or if they start testing for the derby like a month out two months out whatever let's just pump this dude full of as many steroids as possible we'll pull them off right as the testing right. starts you know
1: like they that's they right this
0: out to work like that's kind of how baseball worked is like these guys would juice they would get caught and they'd be like damn I won't do it again and it's like that's great but like the whole reason now, now you're not going to do it again now that you got the veins popping out of your neck and out of you know <laughs> like you've kind of already done it like you can't <laughs>
1: like you've reaped, you've reaped the benefits of the cheating yeah
0: like like it's easy to now say I'm not going to do it again now that your muscles are massive and you don't really need to do it anymore like right. yeah, that's kind of what I right. assume goes on in horse racing is that this happens Um, and then they put a little cream for that extra umph. And then you right. ding them for the extra umph, and they're like, okay, we won't put the cream on anymore. And it's like, I, I'm sure <laughs> there's something else going on in the years leading up to this uh, to this horse race. but Yeah, you're like, know. so you're
1: telling me that the the most you've done to this horse, this finely tuned instrument of a racing machine that could potentially win you millions and millions of dollars is that you wanted to help it with a little acne. Yes. yes. Like, that's what, we're, that's what we're going with.
0: You're feeding it warm milk and hay, and that's all you're giving it. Yeah. That's all you're giving it. Right. <laughs>
1: you know, and like a pat here and there, yeah. you know? Like, sometimes you brush them. You brush them, like,
0: mm-hmm. and that's that's all the care that's going into <laughs> making this horse a so, Machine, yeah
1: if, if that's the least funny way you can cheat the most funny things are what bob baffert has said about it. yes it's like trying to trying to get around and this
0: is why this, this this story uh checks a lot of boxes for us is that it's the the yeah. the, the mental gymnastics if you will of bob baffert like his, he's spiraling trying to figure out an explanation that the public will take but there is none, like because we know the explanation is like, dude, you cheat. This is how you win all of your races. This is this is. I right. mean, Charlotte, here's here's a little timeline for you. You want to do some yeah. sports investigative journalism, Bob Baffert.
1: I love when you. I love when you like lean like, up on my chair thing, and, and then, I start like yeah, shifting my get chair. you are like it's like you're cracking. You're not going mm. to Charlotte. Here's the deal. So l- let's go into it, Mike. Bob me. Baffert,
0: uh, from 1997 <laughs> to 2002, uh, he mm-hmm. he he burst onto the scene, and and the uh, uh, he's been a horse trainer as as you said for a very long time, but 19- 1997, he bursts onto the, uh, the triple crown scene, I guess we'll call it the, yeah, sure. the relevant scene. Like the, there's a yeah. lot of horse racing going on in this country that most of the country probably doesn't care much about. Uh, the three races we care about are the Belmont stakes, the, the Preakness and the Kentucky Derby, mm-hmm. obviously. So mm-hmm. Bob Baffert, uh, jumps onto the, the, that scene in 1997, um, starts winning races left and right from 1997 mm-hmm. to 2002, he wins eight of the triple crown races eight of them, Charlotte. That's that's a hell of a run that he goes on. Yeah. From two thousand two to twenty fifteen, this man mm-hmm. falls off a cliff as a horse trainer. He has one win. It was the twenty ten Preakness. That's the only win of of massive importance. Mm. Then twenty fifteen he comes back mm-hmm. With the mm-hmm. vengeance, and from 2015 mm-hmm. until the present day, he has now won eight more of these races, including two triple crown winners for the first time since 1978. There was not a triple crown winner from 1978 to 2015. Then he wins the triple crown. Then he wins it again a couple years what later. Horse,
1: what horse was that? American Pharaoh, right? Do you remember? Or was it Justified? Yeah, wasn't it? those are the
0: two that won: Justified and American Pharaoh. I think if Pharaoh was 2015. Yeah. Um, yeah, he wins two triple crowns, which is something that hasn't happened since 78. Uh, he's now winning races. My question, Charlotte, is: Is this suspicious yes. that this man for has a thirteen-year run? He's winning a lot. He falls off. Thirteen-year run of not winning mm-hmm. a lot, and then he comes back, mm-hmm. and now he's winning again. Did he learn something in those thirteen years? Who is his pharmacologist in those thirteen years? I don't know. This this it, stinks to high hell to me.
1: You know, I think that as a, you know, as a podcast that deals with, you know, mysteries and true crime and all sorts of nefarious things constantly, allegedly, you know, Bob Baffert, first of all, all of this is allegedly, right? Mm. But the thing about,
0: <laughs> yes, also yes, like, allegedly. no, they tested
1: the horse and he had, he had bethamethasone, which is now a word I know how yes. to say in his system. Um, I, <laughs> it's not like Bob Baffert. The thing that's like so damning about the whole thing is it's not like Bob Baffert was an athlete who like all of a sudden figured out a really great massage technique for his own body or like he worked on his swing. Like he learned how he he learned how to it's like Tiger Woods coming with a new swing. It's like, no, these are these are animals. These are horses. Um And it is hard to believe that all of a sudden there was, like, a breakthrough in, you know, horse massage Mm -hmm. (laughs) that really changed everything. Um, So I think it is extreme. You know, also, like, the guy's name is Bob Baffert. Mm -hmm. Like, someone whose last name is Baffert. Baffert sounds like a synonym for, like, somebody who, who, like... Yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, well, he was baffording around. <laughs> you know, like, I think that's important. I don't think people talk about that enough. That he was <laughs> that like Yeah. And he looks like Will Ferrell in Eastbound and Down.
0: Bafford though doesn't sound like a villain to me. It sounds like more comical. It sounds like like baffording around sounds like he's yeah. being a big goofball and he's just he's out there baffording around. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't sound like that's he's like point. hiding in the shadows. But I don't know, maybe 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 uh maybe that's all right. Cool. Out. Well,
1: there goes my my next five minute set. Thanks. You, Mark. you
0: brought up the point that uh, uh this is a horse we're talking about because I think yeah. this is very important to remind everybody that it's a horse. Um, it's a horse because it's, Bob Baffert is and, doing and it. it. Bob Baffert I can't he, he, stress enough. What.
1: Bob Baffert is not the horse.
0: He's not the horse, but people he, forget that. he is doing his best to make it seem like the horse is sentient and and way, or like is 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 has a human consciousness, has a brain, has that that the horse is reading the headlines that people are writing about <laughs> it. <laughs> he's doing interviews. It's like he's you like, really
1: hurt Medina Spirit's yeah, feelings.
0: Like the reason he's so determined to get to the bottom of what happened is that Medina Spirit is 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 stressed going through all of this, and he's like, I'm, it makes me <laughs> sick that he has to now. That his win is tainted and that i i just feel for the horse like he said that a handful of times i just feel so bad for the horse and it's like it's a horse
1: <laughs> the horse doesn't know the
0: horse doesn't know you're racing does it no it's just like I don't know. See, you're slapping okay, my ass is- like you keep slapping my ass dude like i'm just like <laughs> fine i'll run faster like how much more <laughs> i can't go any faster it's like i'm not sure why
1: there are all these other horses around but like fine i'll go a little faster if you want this is something i think about a lot dude do, do, do the animals know that they are competing yeah and this is also something I think about a lot in general. With you know, dog, like when a dog is lying. This is yeah. This is a tangent, but like when a dog is just lying there, like is the dog thinking? Like is Moses, Moses is in lying. The room with he's lying. Right he's
0: lying right at my feet, actually. Um, like,
1: what do you think is going through Moses's head? Mm-hmm. Like, is he just his eyes? His
0: eyes are open, and he's just kind of staring at the wall. That's Can you I, ask him most. if horses? Moses do do you believe that Medina Spirit is is aware is reading the tabloids is reading the headlines about him? No reaction. Moses is just like no re- so, so. Yeah. I don't I don't think so. I think cuz Moses has had a head, uh ugh, Moses has had some haters before. So and he, and I haven't noticed a change in his demeanor. Yeah, there've been haters before. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, cuz I I've I've put up pictures or videos of him like to, it, I don't know and he's uh he I, I, it's it's a long story. How can
1: you First of all, okay, I've changed my mind to the worst thing you could do besides giving drugs to an animal is deciding that you don't like Moses. Like,
0: uh, Listen, there, hey, as Evan Turner once famously said, Jesus was hated too. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's...
1: I mean, what, I don't know how we're going to continue the show after that, that. was just so good.
0: So, was- uh, Mo, you know, Moses said had haters. I've never once seen his demeanor change. I'm going to go ahead and say that Medina Spirit has no idea what's going on, uh, that he's a horse, a great horse. Uh, uh, I'm sure he's a smart horse, but he is nonetheless a horse. And Bob Baffert is uh, – that, fun- that is another funny part to me is that he is like – He's helping. It's definitely not selfish. That, that that that's like how he's framing it. He's like, I'm definitely not like going to to bat to to you know defend this incident to preserve my own legacy. I'm doing it for the horse. I'm doing it because the horse is so stressed right now. The horse has to explain to his wife and kids <laughs> why why the people on TV are saying mean things about daddy. And uh, I I want to help that horse out. Like th- that's his whole. Mine's a, and it's, Baffert comes, so out here. Baffert comes
1: out here at the press conference and he's like, first of all, shame on you. Yeah. Do you know how hard this has been on Mrs. Spirit? <laughs> Do you know what the little spirits have had to go through? They have to go to school? school. The
0: bullies at school will not.
1: <laughs> Do you know how many stalls these horses have been stuffed into because of what you're saying about their dad? <laughs> oh. Um Yeah. No, I also think that it's like, um, It's sort of the fathers of daughters excuse Mm -hmm. of horse racing, Mm -hmm. you know, where, where like a guy does something awful and he comes out and he's like, look, I've as a, as a father of daughters, as the son of a Mm -hmm. mother, as the brother of a sister, I just want to say I respect women. And Bob Baffert comes out here and he's like, as, as a trainer of a horse, Mm -hmm. as um, as a horse a myself, as a
0: <laughs> like he would—that's something Bob ever would say. Like, as a horse myself, I have been. Throw- He'd be like, "I
1: did twenty-three in me, and uh, I am 02 percent uh, Arabian."
0: <laughs> yeah, go ahead, finish yeah. up <laughs> Arabian thoroughbred. <laughs>
1: I couldn't think of a horse. I am I'm two percent Chincoteague. Um, uh, that's Misty of Chincoteague. That's a book, and all my like fellow losers out there are going to be like, yeah, I read that book in seventh grade. <laughs> it's about these horses who live on an island in South are Carolina. Are you a horse girl? And we
0: should have started the show no. with that you're not. I guess <laughs> no, I guess I was, that would have been clear. You...
1: I'm shocked that you didn't.
0: Yeah, I'm. Start I'm the sure that. if you're a horse girl, you wouldn't have struggled trying to think of a horse breed, obviously. But uh, yeah, I don't know. You check a lot of boxes. I can't think,
1: can you think of a single horse breed right now?
0: Uh, I check a lot
1: of horse girl boxes. You do?
0: Do you not? Am I? Am I wrong? Like?
1: No, <laughs> you're right, and <in> it's <laughs> you're right, <in> it.
0: <laughs> You just got done saying Here's you dressed like Diane Keaton in junior high. <laughs> I mean, like, I think the overlap of people who dress like Diane Keaton in junior high and horse girls are probably it's probably a lot of overlap there. It's probably. I'm
1: gonna be honest. This is a really hard one to come back from.
0: <laughs> um, a horse. I just want to say. Uh stallion, is that one? Is a stallion a breed or is it like a type of horse?
1: No, it's a male horse.
0: Oh. <laughs> you sure do know a lot I about think. horses for not being a horse girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I want to go on record and saying I was not a horse girl and it upset my first of all, I know that right now I have the hair of a horse girl. <laughs> go to YouTube. I need a haircut. Yeah, you, have, I look you, like you have
0: not stopped brushing your hair this entire show. It's it's interesting. I just find that.
1: Yeah, I've, I'm using one of those horse mane brushes. No, uh, my mom really loved horses when she was little. She wasn't a horse girl, but she grew up in Baltimore next to the Pimlico track and she would sneak into Pimlico to look at the horses. And so she really wanted me to love horses when I was little. And I was just like, I'm sorry. I'm not into this I'm, I'm a boat girl yeah <laughs> she was like well, that's even weirder because <laughs> you're five um but no so i'm i'm not even though i do realize that admitting oh. that i dress like dan <sighs> keaton in seventh grade is a real red flag let me uh l-
0: let's talk through your feelings on horse racing in general because i fluctuate back and forth on the sport uh not um how do, how do i say it like in terms of like it being dumb and then every so often i'm like this is the dumbest sport that's ever existed and then every mm-hmm. so often it, it's it's like every other year it feels like and then and then i go back to being like this is actually the greatest sport we have yeah and this is like so pure other than pumping them full of steroids other but,
1: than everything about uh, it. other
0: than everything about it but like the the genesis of it is just basically you're i mean this this probably goes back to i mean god knows how long the, 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 this is a sport that you cannot trace the beginnings of because it's as long as men have been riding horses, they've probably been racing them. And this is, it's fascinating yeah. that this has stuck around and we still. Uh, the, the history of it the tradition of it the fact that they go into the Kentucky Derby and they're like this is the 147th running I'm like yikes that's a lot of running into the Kentucky Derby uh all that <laughs> stuff
1: that's your reaction yeah, yikes. you turn it on you're like yikes whoa. Um, <laughs> this again so
0: then I get I get into it and I'm like wow this this might be the only sport that matters
1: <laughs> yes. it's like horse racing yes.
0: and sailing like because I don't know I I, I was
1: just gonna yeah, say, horse racing sailing, you could say the same thing about boats like as long yeah. as people have been sailing boats they've been racing them.
0: And like the marathon, you know, like those are like the three, like the 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 marathon at the Olympics. Like those are the three most prestigious, or not prestigious. I just, but just want to like, say that we
1: we do work for Fox Sports that has the NFL, baseball, and mm-hmm. um, you know a lot of college sports, which are mm-hmm. also very prestigious. Mm-hmm. Yes. However. Yes, but the, the the only sports that matter are horse racing, sailing, <laughs> and marathon. Well, no,
0: I, I, it,
1: it, there's something about it that's
0: like. uh romantic almost um so where do you fall on that spectrum do you do you fall on the this is kind of stupid and outdated and like why again are we when we have uh we have far better sports now we could watch guys play call of duty on the internet like why are we watching small men jump on top of horses pumped full of (laughs) steroids for two minutes at a time why is this a thing
1: (laughs) First of all, you just did one of my favorite things, which is just explaining sports in terms that just aren't sports terms. Like if yeah. you try, you, like if you reduce basketball or football or tennis to anything, yes. you're just like, oh my god, this is the dumbest shit I've ever mm-hmm. heard in my entire. You mean they hit a ball back mm-hmm. and forth over a three foot high mm-hmm. divider, and you're like, uh yeah. And it is electric. Yes. <laughs> um, So, yeah, I feel like, honestly, Mark, I go back and forth because I do the whole, like, I feel bad for the animals thing. Um, mm. Because I feel awful <laughs> for the horses who, you know, like Medina Spirit and his family getting dragged into all of this. But I also, the the only, like, the best story, the first good story I ever wrote was when I went to the Kentucky Derby. And that's the one where I, I saw Aaron Rodgers. So this really all comes full circle. Um, And when I was there, there is something about being at a horse race that is like so primal it's exactly what Mm. you're talking about it's like as long as people and horses have existed in the same space at the same time they've been doing this and like if you're up against the rail when these horses run by you're i i was convinced like this is the only not yeah and you're like not only is this the only sport that matters like this is the only thing in the world that matters are are racing horses against each other right like it is it's it's emotional like it's very bizarre mm-hmm. um and so i definitely go back and forth too where i'm like why are we doing this to these animals who don't know they're racing and then i'm also like don't ever stop doing this well yeah don't,
0: do, doesn't the winner just get to have sex for the rest of its life so like isn't that like <laughs> like should we really feel bad about it? like i mean I, it,
1: I mean you could say that a lot of other athletes probably <laughs> you know you win a championship <laughs> like i feel like it's probably not too different for humans
0: i <laughs> feel hilarious if they just like straight up advertise it. Game six of the NBA Finals. Remember, folks, the Larry O'Brien is on the line. But also, whoever takes this thing home will get laid for the rest of their You're life. You're going to get laid forever. <laughs> All right. Over to, let's throw it over to Mike Breen and Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Goody.
1: <laughs> Doris, take, take it away.
0: <laughs> right. So, uh,
1: yeah. But, no, they do. So, I mean, I guess there is something in it.
0: Yeah, horse. I I know. I um I went to one Kentucky Derby and that, that was my big takeaway was like how massive these horses are, which makes a lot of sense, but yeah. also kind of doesn't make sense because we've all seen horses. I don't know. Maybe not all of us. If you grew up in a city and haven't really left the city, I, but I don't know. Growing up in Indiana, it's like not horse central. Kentucky is obviously the, the horse place, but there are horse farms. <laughs> I've grown up around horse farms, Charlotte, and I've you, you see I've been around horses in my life, even though I've never actually ridden a horse. And uh, you think you have an idea of how big these animals are. <laughs>
1: What's funny? What is funny? Is this funny to you? <laughs> you just, I'm sorry. I just started thinking about that sentence you just said, which was, um, I grew up in Indiana. Which is not, which is not the which horse is not place. Horse, no, no, no. You go, I grew up in Indiana, which is not horse central. It's not Kentucky horse is central. It's a horse place.
0: Is it not? And I'm
1: just going to embroider that on a pillow. I'm going to say, group in Indiana. There's a sign outside
0: of Indiana that says, Welcome to Indiana. We are not Horse Central. That's what it says. It's it's on our license plate.
1: For Horse Central please turn around. turn around you're going the wrong direction um, anyway so you grew up around horses like i don't know it's it's like, like if you grow up surprising. like not
0: in a massive city you, you probably have seen horses in your life and then uh mm-hmm. i went to the kentucky derby and just assumed like it would be the horses that i have you know like i drive past to go to high school or wherever, wherever the hell you're like just driving around the countryside right. um not the case these things are like three no. times the size they're absolutely massive, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That that that's what overcame me too, is like how primal it is. It's like these these, yeah. these are massive beasts. I go back to like thousands of years ago when these things were wild and you had to like tame them to even ride them in the first place, all that kind of stuff. So that's my way of saying I'm back in on horse racing. I'm excited for the Preakness. I'm excited to see how Bob Baffert cheats his way to another win. Um, Medina Spirit <laughs> will be taking part in this. Uh, and, and
1: a knock on wood. It's still going to pass another drug test. He's
0: going to take part in this. And I'm going to tell you why, because Bob Baffert has elevated. He, is, he has smartly figured out a way to elevate himself to a level where horse racing needs him. Where yep. if Bob Baffert goes down, it it is so damaging for the entire sport. He's like Lance Armstrong in a lot of ways. This this is this is what Lance Armstrong got to with cycling. How how much have you paid to, to name one Tour de France winner since Lance Armstrong <laughs> has stopped racing and and said I did steroids and and, and all that. You can't do it. Can anybody? Know, can like, anybody in America do it? No. And like, everyone was glued no. in to Lance Armstrong. As he was, I remember, Floyd Landis. I guess maybe he won one, but then he, dope too. Um. The point is, I feel like Bob Baffert got to that level where, like, the whole reason we care—that's not true. But like, he, he name has name another horse. Name another horse is what you're trainer. Trying to say. Name another horse trainer. Name. Yes, and if Bob Baffert is is tainted, if his legacy is tainted, if his 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 accomplishments within the sport are tainted, the entire sport mm-hmm. is tainted. And it all goes down. And so for that reason, they those in the horse racing world have to understand this, and they're going yeah. to find a way to punish Bob Baffert without cutting Bob Baffert out and punishing him in the way he probably deserves to be punished, which is to say, my hope is that the punishment is Bob Baffert has to run the preakness.
1: <laughs>
0: put him in the starting <laughs> which gate. Which is a
1: long way of saying put Bob Baffert put a in a jockey race on and his back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Make him run a mile. And I think all is forgiven. I think if Bob Baffert does that, every single person in America has to drop it and they have to say, All right, you've 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 paid your penance. We all
1: I can't I can't argue with that. I that's just <laughs> brilliant. That's that's absolutely brilliant. Um, I also I think that um he he has said that he'll elevate it to, like, getting a temporary restraining order. I don't know. There's, like, he's gone into the, like, the the horse racing legal lingo where, for me, it becomes, like, cap space where I'm just, mm. I don't understand and I'm never going to understand, but I know that he's going to fight it if, if this horse gets banned. But, um... Yeah, so, so we've got the previous... I actually, I don't know the names of other horses running because I've been so consumed by the Medina spirit mm, story. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I paid attention when the Kentucky Derby... Like, I even read an article that was, like, the meaning behind all of the Kentucky Derby horses' names. And now I can't remember a single one because all I can think of is Bob Bavert, which is not a horse's name, mm-hmm. apparently, which I just learned. <laughs> um, but have you, like... Do you think about horses' names a lot? Because, like, I do...
0: I know that you do. You, you've mentioned this before to me. Um, I do... From time to time, but then I I, I had I had this epiphany because you asked me to to come prepared with some horse names, and uh,
1: spoiler alert, spoiler
0: alert, and <laughs> I might
1: have asked you to do that. I
0: I was putting together a list of of things I would name a horse, and I realized you can literally name a horse anything. No, you
1: can't. You can't. There are rules for naming horses. I
0: it, I was looking up like other horse names that that have existed throughout time, and I'm like, these, these do are I all know what nonsense. The rules are? What are the rules? What are the rules?
1: Okay, uh, names can be up to 18 characters, which includes spaces and punctuations. Punctuation, not plural.
0: Are you serious? Uh
1: yeah, you can't name no names of actual persons, because you submit these names to the jockey club, which is apparently a thing and not an underwear brand. Um, there's no names of actual persons unless written permission to use their name is on file with the jockey club. No names that are suggestive or have a vulgar or obscene meaning names considered in poor taste or names that may be offensive to religious, political or ethnic groups, which makes me worried that my brilliant name of Sister Christian wouldn't pass because what? that's religious.
0: That can't be true. Uh, that can't be because because like that that is such a gray area like american pharaoh i'm sure someone could argue is like somehow offensive
1: <laughs> yeah for sure but like anybody who's on the jockey club registry is going to be like yeah that's fine like you have to remember the oh, people okay. that these are going up in front of there's still people who have to judge them so i'm assuming they're all like white guys in kentucky who are going to be like i don't i don't like, I don't like this can i
0: can i can i out of the gate uh there's a little horse racing you know? Ooh. Term out of for the gate
1: from the horse's mouth, Tell from me the horse's from the
0: mouth. Horse. um can i say i don't like this i think if you have yeah. enough money to buy a horse to breed a breed horses to to get a thoroughbred into the kentucky derby you should be able to name it whatever the hell you want to name it and that's that should be that i don't understand why like why you should be able to name your horse whatever like think about the, the, the uh, think about taking this uh the, this system and applying it to something else that's
1: a free speech issue mark yeah this is a first amendment that antonio
0: right? rogers camarte whatever his name is is it, like that's too long of a name sorry <laughs> that's too long of a name you have to change your name and he's like what that's my name well how could i what do you mean i have to change my name You're like no
1: naming a kid naming like naming you mark titus isn't the same thing as naming a horse that's going to, that's name is going to be said on broadcasts. Like your parents didn't know you were going to host a podcast. They didn't know you were going to host multiple, but pod- they didn't know that you were going to like, you know, like if you buy, if you have a horse and you're training it to run in races, you know that that name is going to be public. So the jockey club is like, we can't have someone out here be like naming their horse. Like, you know, I was just going to say something extremely vulgar, no. but like, you know, you can't, you can't have that.
0: No. Uh, you can. So they had
1: to put some rules. No, I don't
0: you like can? it. I don't like it. This does not screw. This is this, this. It's my horse. Have, have, hey, I, I would be in these meetings and be like, "Hey, but you keep your hands off my horse. I'll name you my horse what I want, and you name your horse." Nightmare
1: <laughs> in these. <laughs> I'm, I hope you never get a billion dollars because you would be like the worst boat and horse owner. I'm the guy. You would
0: be. I'm the guy at the HOA meetings yelling about like, why can I not have my Mustang in my front yard? It doesn't make any sense. Hey, there's a horse like, breed it's Mustang. A, it's right? a
1: gas-powered lawn leaf blower for a reason because it works.
0: <laughs> Is a Mustang anyway. a horse breed? Oh yeah. There it is. How about that? Um, wow,
1: the the layers of wordplay we're um, doing here. I'm very impressed. So, okay, it, it, so so tell some me some name. of the names.
0: Uh, my, so my list that I made, Um, I mm-hmm. was just trying to think of, uh, I don't know. And I, I, I got so far in it, I was like, you can just, uh, that's where I got my head. I was like, you, in, any of this works. I wrote down Left Tackle as the first one. I don't know why.
1: That's really good. Left Tackle. That's a great horse name. Because also, a horse tack is a thing. Oh,
0: really? I didn't know that. I don't know what it is. But... I, I I like the idea of left tackle. Um, that just seems like a beefy horse too. That's like going to love a, a, a very strong throwback. Uh, I was thinking about I, like uh, drink type. Like I, I want a horse that that says that 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 invites like a fun spirit. Like a maybe yeah. fun spirit is the next Ooh. thing that um, That when you read that's it, That's like
1: one of those pontoon boats on a lake that's named Fun Spirit. <laughs>
0: Here's a question for you. What? Because I wrote this down. What? What is the difference be, ha, between a uh, uh, strategy for naming a horse and naming a boat?
1: Oh, As, absolutely the same thing.
0: It's the same thing to you. There's no difference. I walk around the marina here, and I notice there are a lot of puns. It's like that is the go-to thing with a horse is like, or with a boat is like ecstasy, which C is okay, spelled. So- <laughs> oh yeah right 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 i
1: once i once uh when i was teaching sailing sorry 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 but when i was teaching sailing um in maine there was this like massive yacht this like huge you know sort of like something that jeff bezos would own that like came into the harbor and everyone was like what the heck is this boat doing here and and our kids were they were sailing these you know these boats were like 10 feet long that they would sail and they would just smack into every boat in the harbor and it was a real problem because there were some nice boats but they like one kid gets stuck like is heading directly into the wind so he's not going anywhere and he just keeps bashing up against the side of this like (laughs) stunning yacht and i was like oh my god and i go over the thing is called acquisition oh no first of all and i was like oh keep going i was like don't worry buddy just like smash that thing all you want
0: um you pay millions of dollars for a yacht and then you throw a shitty pun on the back of it i don't understand it but uh yeah
1: i think that there are more puns in boats i think you're right i puns, think that if yeah. i think it depends though right like if you have a super nice yacht you're gonna name it something you're gonna try unless you're a total asshole like whoever owns acquisition if you know who owns that boat email us by the way um like you're gonna try to name it something nice which is i think the same thing with a horse or you just get so it's like a family inside thing or something yeah. i don't know i
0: uh, i think it's
1: a similar vibe though
0: i i want to get a pontoon boat on a tiny lake that's like only that's just you know like 20 feet deep is all it's like very very yeah. tiny lake Uh
1: it, you could say that the boat would draft would have a shallow a draft. very
0: shallow draft boat uh just a pontoon that we just kind of fart around the lake and that's about it and i want to name it the unsinkable too and i think that's that's always been my idea for naming a boat it wouldn't it wouldn't be as funny on a boat that you take into the ocean because that's like you're kind of jinxing it but a pontoon or like a tiny lake in indiana or ohio and it's called the Unsinkable Two. That plays. I hate
1: how funny that is. I think that plays.
0: <laughs> I think that plays. Um, anyway, back to back to my horse list. Uh, I I wanted to have names that like make it because f- I see horse name that seems fun and I want to bet on that horse. Yeah. So uh, I wrote down Drinks on Me. Oh, Drinks on that's Me. So Would good. that be a good one? Uh, yes. Or Like I'll have another. I'll have another, uh, is that a good one? Um,
1: that's incredible, these are great horse names. Uh,
0: I, I wrote down, I I, I had a, uh, I realized that like you can just kind of pick like common phrases and just yeah. apply those and those seem to work too. And then I realized common phrases might be a good name for a horse, <laughs> just like
1: <laughs> common
0: phrases. That's so, um,
1: that's so good, I would, I, I think you could do like going off of your, I like the football idea, like name a horse Heisman winner.
0: Heisman winner, yeah. Yeah. Like
1: that's funny to me.
0: But I, I really just got caught in this like rabbit hole of like trying to think of just common phrases like shoot the breeze or something. And like like
1: <laughs> Sounds like a horse like,
0: that farts a lot. Bite the bullet or something. You're just like, here's bite the, you know. <laughs> it's all it's all that's that's how they name horses though. These come up with yeah, a, no, a, I'm not very good at this. The the only other ones I wrote down were third place, um, which I don't <laughs> think third place you I don't think you put that horse in the Kentucky Derby. I think that's at like the uh, the the cheap tracks, like out in the sticks. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, there's sure. a horse up oh, yeah. third place.
1: That's actually a dog that they enter in the horse races. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and everyone's like, "What?" And you're like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> so like maybe def- don't bet on it, but like don't worry about it either.
0: <laughs> uh, third place. Uh, I put bet on me because um, I have. <laughs> One of my most passionate horse racing takes, I can't believe it's, uh, we're almost an hour into the show and I haven't brought this up. Um, my, One of my more passionate horse racing takes is that I think the owners of the horses should get a cut of all the money that is bet on their horses to win. And the reason I say this is because I want owners of horses to be incentivized to convince the public to back their horse. I want these owners like... Cut- oh,
1: like campaigns?
0: Yes, I want them cutting promos saying like like Medina Spirit, he he, he is great week of practice. We're winning this thing. They're talking smack to each other. And so everyone's like throwing money on their horse and then they get a cut of it. You know what I mean? Like I want these guys incentivized I think to... I should expand
1: this to, I think, NFL owners should also do this like i want to see Jerry jones cut a promo saying like bet on the cowboys bet on the
0: cowboys we're gonna win we're gonna win the super bowl like why would you not bet on us i don't understand it and then everyone bets on the cowboys and they lose in the first round of the playoffs uh (laughs) so i had bet on me and then uh the last two uh, because i was reading about bob baffert talking about cancel culture and i thought cancel culture would be a funny name for
1: a horse honestly oh there it is (laughs) cancel culture would be funny i like don't want to say mine now that's it Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to, the people are going to email us. We're going to, we're going to have a people sports podcast, Venmo. Everybody's going to, like, everybody listens is going to Venmo us, like, between one and $7. Yeah. And we go. we're going to save up and we're going to buy a horse name it Cancel name Culture. Name it Cancel Culture. Yeah. And enter it into the derby Oh, the last um, one. I had
0: one more. The last one was Dave. Just Dave just like i i've i've always wanted that just a a horse just named like cuz that 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 would i would have the picture if if you're if like dave is winning the kentucky derby you're like dave has a four length lead like i'm listening to that on the radio i am picturing
1: like a guy <laughs> named dave just like running <laughs> <laughs> i think i i've long i've long had the idea that the funniest human name you could give an animal is brendan <laughs> <laughs> I think a horse named Brendan running the Kentucky Derby would be really, really funny. It's like just, I also, my parent, we had a little motorboat for a little while that I named Steve. <laughs> so. Um, I, was it actually a motorboat
0: or is that like a guy you dated and that was like some sort of joke I do not pick up on? <laughs>
1: Never dated a Steve.
0: Okay. Because of the boat.
1: I was like, oh, sorry. That's the boat's name. I can't. Uh, So, well, I was thinking of names and then I I looked up the rules. So, I still think that Sister Christian is a really good one. And then I started thinking about the movie Boogie Nights because Sister Christian... Is in that, and mm-hmm. I thought Boogie Nights Boogie could Nights be a really good great. name for a horse. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, it'd be funny because in Boogie Nights, Alfred Molina does the air drums and is like singing Sister Christian. I think a horse named Alfred Molina <laughs> would be pretty good, but we'd have to get his written consent yeah. according to the Jockey Club. Uh, then I thought it would be funny to name a horse for the Graham.
0: For the Graham is good. Okay. You know? Yeah.
1: Um. And then I was like, you know, Bob Baffert should really just get out in front of this whole thing and name a horse Bethamethasone.
0: That, that's probably what he's going to name his horse. the, the horses that's he runs funny, next right? year Because yeah. he's
1: like Do you think I would drug a horse Named bethamethasone Like yeah. that's just two that's, on the nose Yeah
0: that's, On the nose would be a good one for.
1: That's, that is a good one And then I thought you could name a horse Kombucha And then I was like <laughs> Now I'm just And then I was like Lavender or... well, that's And what I, I mean. was like, You're you, just you're looking you, you... I was just looking at things in my apartment exactly. I was like I love lamps.
0: Exactly That's exactly what I ended up doing too I, was I just...
1: saw a bottle of kombucha on the table And I was like There's a horse There's name There's a horse
0: name And I think that's how it works I think that's uh That's exactly how Oh, horse is there anything' Here's
1: my horse microphone is there
0: anything else before we get to our list i had uh, i had jockey trivia for you i had that written down um oh, wow. according to careertrend.com the average height of a jockey is what what would you say
1: 411
0: it says between 410 and 5 six which to me which tells me career trend doesn't understand how averages work because i think you have to like pick a number
1: i trust celebritynetworth.com more yeah. than career trend. so i guess they're
0: like if you average their averages it's uh, they say five two um what is the average weight
1: Ninety-eight pounds.
0: Uh, between one hundred and eight and one hundred and eighteen, but ninety-eight mm-hmm. is that's wow. You you really are picturing a very small man. <laughs> Four eleven, ninety-eight pounds. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: Uh I'm bad with measurements. Fine, finally, the <laughs> last
0: thing, uh the average salary of a jockey according to careertrend.com. And this does not necessarily mean the ones that are winning the Kentucky Derby. This is just like if you want to get into jockeying. $45,000. $30 to $40,000 a year. That is the average salary. That's you have to provide your own equipment, your own uh, uh helmet, your own what what are the things the the whips I guess it would Strips? be stirrups stir stir no maybe I don't know whips. your own saddle you probably uh, don't no they don't ride saddles right pants they don't have you gotta saddles. bring your own pants that's the whole point
1: they have saddles
0: they have saddles are you
1: kidding me wait no, I don't know <laughs> I thought
0: they they're don't have riding, saddles they're
1: not riding the Kentucky Derby bareback
0: they aren't what you can't <laughs> why can't you isn't that isn't that what it should be <laughs>
1: How are you gonna stand up? Can you put
0: can you put the horse? Can you still put like stirrups on it somehow and reins, but not have like a actual saddle to sit in with the little? I guess they, now they have to have I have saddles. to
1: Kentucky I, know, Derby. I told you I'm
0: not a horse guy. I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, I'm clearly not a horse. They bro. they this have is to is have proof.
0: saddles. They probably have to have saddles, but maybe they that's they have the,
1: saddles. Mark,
0: I don't think. Well, I mean, oh, but. The rodeo. Well, they're
1: sitting on something.
0: Do they have saddles? Do they, I mean, there's gotta be a sport where you ride horses bareback. I guess rodeos obviously yeah, it's have called saddles, bareback. but when they're, I don't know, I'm confused now. I gotta anyway, do more research. Uh, same. All right, do you wanna do our list? Let's do our list. Let's wrap it up, because uh, we were talking earlier uh, about how sad it is to, to cheat in this manner that mm-hmm. uh, uh, a victimless horse gets, I guess in this instance, it's he gets his dermatitis treated, but just the idea of drugging animals on the heels of a dog being given meth. Um, <laughs> th- these are stories though like these are stories of cheating that you hear in sports that are not fun and you're like this sucks like i don't want to hear about this yeah. and i i don't know and your brain goes to weird places uh so yeah. we decided what are ways that are fun to cheat what are what are stories yeah. you hear about cheating in sports and you're like that's just funny and uh yeah i don't know to, to me this is I, I don't know if this is on your list but this was what comes to mind when i think about this is rosie ruiz cheating in the boston marathon like that's I
1: did not put that on my list cuz I you know. Yeah. Thought that we would use that as I I
0: th- that, an that is an example of like it's kind of victimless, it's still cheating, it's still she stupid. She hopped on the
1: subway or the MTA instead of running and She, blah, blah, she went to right. the
0: finish line. That that happened in the 04 Olympics. I I saw too by the way. The the, the marathon. Did it? Uh, a guy jumped in a car during the marathon and was like waving at the other runners as he was going oh, past. Oh wait, the- stop.
1: That's one of mine. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll talk about that. A it's a good one. It's, but so let's go. Let's Anyway, go I, was five trying to, I was trying
0: to set the stage of like what we're trying to do here is like cheating. That's yeah. funny. It's all funny. It's yeah. fun to laugh at. It's fun to joke about. There's no victim in it. Um, all that sort of stuff. So go ahead. You go first.
1: Okay. My first one, and I'm going to get through my first two are fairly simple and quick. And then we get to some of my more. So number five, I have to play gate. Mm. because i thought that i worked at i worked at boston.com at the time that deflate gate was going on and all of our top 10 articles were about like um deflated balls were about the ideal gas law we interviewed like physics physics professors and like chemists about all of this and the fat and like you know people were debating whether or not tom brady smashed his phone after the ball boys deflated Mm -hmm. the balls in the bathroom like i'm sorry find me a funnier the entire time that this was going on i was like this is a gift from the content gods mm. like i don't care if it's true i don't first of all i don't even think it's that big a deal mm, like if yeah. if a quarterback wants a ball like slightly less inflated mm-hmm. to the point where you're measuring like ideal gas laws that to me doesn't seem I was like, sure, call the Patriots cheaters if that's cheating. Like, I don't really care. So I thought, the- <laughs> as an unbiased
0: Patriots fan, I as an unbiased no
1: Patriots fan, I didn't give a shit. Um, I just thought that the yeah. Deflate Gate was at its core like a deeply, deeply hilarious thing.
0: I do think uh, this is unfair. These lists we're putting together that uh, you have more experience with cheating as a Boston fan um, than I do. So I feel like you're going to have a better list than me. Is, is your top five all Boston, ways Boston have cheated? It might be.
1: No. Look, every Not even just the Patriots,
0: is... the Red Sox? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, all right. That's fair. That's, that's a fair cheating, counter Mark. argument. If you're
1: not cheating, you're not okay, trying, right. okay? Sorry that your team haven't won as many all championships.
0: Okay, all right. That's a fair rebuttal. <laughs> uh, Number five for me is diving and soccer. Um, I think this is, uh, I, I don't condone it. I think they they are all wusses and losers that, that all, yeah. all the guys that do this, but it is objectively hysterical to me to see a guy not get touched. And I'm not talking about like, you know, a guy who milks it a little bit. I'm talking about a guy that yeah. straight up does not get touched, jumps in the air and like flaps his arms, falls down, <laughs> you know has the moment of like do I grab my face or do I grab my ankle? And he kind of does both and covers the face, but then grabs the ankle, but then covers the face. Yeah. And then he's like, ah, I'll, I'll do face this time because I don't want to laugh. Yeah. So he covers the face <laughs> as he's laughing and he's rolling around. And then the, the, the trainer comes out and sprays the magic spray on him and he gets up and he, which is
1: like a spray bottle of water and
0: everything's fine and then he takes the penalty kick and you win the world cup and you're a hero and it's like that they just cheated that's like cheating like what you're doing right there dude <laughs> like you very obviously weren't touched and, and this is um but it's all funny to me i think anytime that happens it's like I, i'm but i'm not laughing with them i'm definitely laughing at them if that makes sense yeah because um, they're
1: still cheating they're still it's cheating still not- i
0: think you're a loser i think you suck but uh, it's funny to me how much you suck and you don't even realize it, or you don't. Care. You're so shameless. Yes. Yes. That that I'm just gonna laugh mercilessly is. at you. Um. So anytime that happens, I I think it's funny more than anything else. I, I laugh more than I get mad, which is not always the case because there are a lot of people that watch soccer that just get like really pissed off at, at diving. But yeah. I think it's mostly funny unless it happens to That's my a team. Great one. Unless it happens to my team, then I'm pissed.
1: <laughs> Who's your team? Oh, crew. The crew. Oh, crew.
0: Yeah.
1: Sorry. Um. Okay, my fourth one. I did specific ones. Is um, the Astros garbage can cheating thing? Uh, because listen, I know that it was bad. I'm not saying you know, and and I know that we joke. Like I'm happy the Astros are getting booed. I still think that we don't talk enough about how objectively hilarious this was. That these guys were like reading, si- stealing signs, yeah. and then using. They were like literally using a trash can. To keep, on a they trash were garbage can. Yeah. communicators. Yes. Like they were using a trash can to tell each other what was up and it reminds me of being a little kid in you know elementary school where you like make up it's like some stupid signal you have with the, like it's a trash yes. can that's funny anything involving a trash can is funny
0: yeah that that's it's a good point like what they did is kind of messed up in the sense of they were very obviously cheating and um but, but the way they chose to carry that out is hysterical that it's they're so banging funny. on trash cans and dugouts and-
1: I, which is kind of why I almost like had a soft spot for the Astros in this case because I was like if you're cheating in such a funny way like using a trash can maybe <laughs> you know like no I'm kidding you're, I yeah
0: you're alone in that one I, I hate the Astros. I know. Sorry, I, know I'm I
1: don't mean it. I just think it's really funny. But it is funny. I will give you
0: that. that like, thinking <laughs> okay, about the, the the plan, like, thinking about the them, mechanics of Thinking it. about them having a team meeting before this all goes down, they're like, all right, here's what we're going to do. So, like, does two bangs on, does that mean fastball or curveball? It's like, no. Johnny, how many times do we have to tell you? I'm going to do one light bang.
1: <laughs> That's a split right. finger. Carlos. <laughs> Carlos, pay attention. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right here, buddy. When, when yeah. you hear
1: Altuve just really go to town on that thing. That's a that's a that's a it's, fastball. And then
0: it becomes like like they're talking about it so much that like one guy raises his hand, he's like, Couldn't we just like study the pitcher's tendencies? Wouldn't that take less time than like <laughs> going over this system? And they're like, No, shut it, cut this guy. <laughs> they look at the, the GM, like, Cut this guy, get him out of here.
1: And uh, then he's the one who leaks for yeah. the
0: Uh number four for me is just general delays of game. Um what I mean by this is uh mm-hmm. some some examples would be uh, you have an up tempo offense and a football game mm-hmm. and one of the defenders will just fall over and pretend to be hurt and mm-hmm. um that's it's very and then it, it stops the you know the no huddle yeah the no huddle deal uh i think about jason kidd when he was out of timeouts when he was the coach of the nets and he had Tyshawn taylor bump into him so he could spill his drink and then they're cleaning up the drink and he's drawing up a timeout um really anyways guys can get creative to delay a game for whatever reason uh i think it's right. hysterical but it is also very much cheating and you're a loser for doing this but uh I, I mean, I'm not going to get, like, mad. Like, the Jason Kidd story happened. There wasn't a single person that's like, what a jerk. He's cheating the game. Everyone's just like, what a goofball. I mean, like, no one necessarily thought it was cool or smart, but – we were laughing, right? You know. Well, like, it's, it's just also like funny. he was
1: willing to make such a fool of himself
0: for a timeout <laughs>
1: to try to cheat that probably wouldn't work out anyway. That like that's funny. it did not work
0: out. By right. the way, it didn't. It ended up not working out. Um, of course, it didn't. And I, I just, just, those, those sorts of things where you, you think of, I don't know, like a pitcher. Uh, you, you need to delay time for the pitcher to warm up in the bullpen. So you're coming out to yeah. like pull the other pitcher, and the coach is just kind of like waddling out, and he's very slowly. <laughs> and he's right. trying to give this
1: it's anything to stop momentum anything, of the other yes
0: and it's technically by the book cheating but it's also like kind of funny how guys get creative with that so i put that at number four yeah yeah
1: i love it uh my number three is um the photoshops for the college admissions scandal um look i know that the college admission scandal was awful and was you know like a display of privilege of the utmost degree and like it was a really really bad thing but we do need to appreciate that it's it's I object. It, it is so yeah. funny that they were getting kids into into college by like finding like finding a a rower or a water polo, polo player like a stock photo and then photoshopping your kid's face onto that <laughs> when they've never played that sport. And I actually found some of the transcript of like there was this witness who cooperated um, and leaked and gave the FBI records of their conversation with a dad Uh um, of a kid that he was going to. So the, so the guy who's, who's doing this, who's fixing the whole thing, the the fixer will come. He goes, so I'm going to make him a kicker. And this guy's name is Bill McClashen, um, who was just this is the dad of this kid. And he was just sentenced to three months in prison today, I think, actually, for doing this. Um, so he goes. Uh, so the the guy who's doing the whole thing, the fixer goes, so I'm going to make him a kicker. McClashin laughs. He does have really strong legs. The fixer laughs. Well, this will be good for this will be. And then McClashan goes, maybe he'll become a kicker. You never know and then the fixer is like yeah absolutely and um so this keeps going for a little while where they're sort of joking about how Mm -hmm. he's gonna lie and then he goes um and goes i love it i love it this is so funny so then just remind me again we get there done and done the obvious deal you and i talked about the 50k and the 200k and then uh do we know he's in you and i at least know he's in and then uh and then he goes uh the fixer goes um so yeah when i when i get the profile when i get the paperwork together i gotta create this profile pic so what i'll probably need if you guys have any pictures of him playing multiple sports or something where you can kind of see his face a little bit in action and mcclashin goes uh hmm and then the fixer goes it would be helpful because i will photoshop him onto a kicker <laughs> and the dad mcclash is like okay okay let me look through what i have pretty funny the way the world works these days is unbelievable charlotte
0: how much would you pay for an nft of uh, these these photoshops if if, at least three (laughs) ethereum (laughs) can you imagine that's my third i
1: just thought that conversation where he's the dad is saying how funny it is that they're cheating this way
0: yeah that's it it, because it is funny it's all it's all preposterous um but i i want to see these photoshops that's what i want to see the the photoshops that rick singer put together i think that's the guy's name right wasn't it rick singer yeah That was uh, spearheading this whole thing what a what a ridiculous (laughs) aunt becky was involved in that too
1: god bless her
0: that's so good that's so good that's a good one
1: felicity huffman wasn't she
0: there part yeah 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 that's right part part of the plan is photoshopping Yeah, like face. we need
1: pictures of your kid kind of playing sports because we're gonna Photoshop him onto a kicker.
0: I want to see these Photoshops so bad because I want to know how good they are. I I assume like in in my brain they're not good at all. It's just like a cut <laughs> cut and paste like like the head's it's way done too in, big. Like, MS Paint. Yes, yes, that's how I envision <laughs> right. it. And the, the the colleges are like, wow, it looks real to me. I know nothing about, <laughs> I know nothing about field hockey. I guess maybe our field hockey's players' heads like way too big because <laughs> I mean I, I assume that must be just a genetic thing that uh, people <laughs> right. Uh, my, mine's along, my number three is along similar lines. I had just dirty recruiting in general. Um, yes. I, uh, I think the ways in which colleges, college coaches, college w- w- whatever programs um, try to recruit kids. Uh, the most obvious example is just paying them, just giving them cash, giving them house, giving them cars, um, giving their parents jobs, all, all that sort of stuff. That's kind of your run of the mill cheating. Uh mm-hmm the stuff that i love is when you have situations like derrick Rhodes getting his sat taken for him um mm-hmm. you have bruce pearl having barbecues and to where like like the cheating that becomes their identity uh when you say mm-hmm. bruce pearl you think of a barbecue and that's hilarious to me that like bruce pearl was cheating by having a barbecue at his house <laughs> and he invited aaron Kraft over for the barbecue. Um, that is hysterical <laughs> to me. Uh, Kelvin Sampson got fired from Indiana for making too many phone calls. And like at the time when you're going through it, you're like, yeah, that's a recruiting violation. You can't do that. But then you kind of like laugh about it that – Kelvin Sampson was making phone calls, like he was using his phone too much. That's hilarious. Right. Um. The Louisville one with like the the hookers in the dorms. Maybe that's not as funny to some people, but like it, I I, I laugh forever when I was like. But you
1: think it's pretty, like you did you what?
0: you. did what? Right. Like what? Did, right. What are you doing? To t- and you really like think about the 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 extent that people go to, to give advantages to to make their school, um, be more attractive to recruits. It is it is it is hysterical and and I think and this could only happen in funny. college sports. this only happens here, yeah.
1: Exactly, and a, and a key part of what it's funny is because you're talking about seventeen-year-old boys yes. for the most part. Yes, yes. Like you are trying. Like, what's the most? What is the? What is the way you can best bribe a seventeen-year-old yes. boy?
0: Yes, and and it's and it's not like like I said, like most bribes are just like straight up cash, and that certainly does happen. But like I, I specifically love the dirty recruiting that is not cash based, and it's just like just convoluted. Like we're gonna invite you to this, bar- maybe if I invite him to this barbecue and feed him the best ribs of his life. <laughs> But then that's not allowed, Bruce. You're not allowed to. give. <laughs> he only gets two sides, Bruce. You threw in an extra fixin.
1: It can't be Kobe yeah, beef, Yes, Bruce.
0: Come on, Bruce. Uh, like, all those rules are hysterical to me. And anytime there's a college sports scandal of that. And especially, like, you, I mean, like, uh, at the end of the day, these guys, like, th- that's what I mean. Like, it's a barbecue. Like, who, right. who cares? And it's a, I mean, the SAT, I guess, is more the hookers probably matter. I don't know. But you understand yeah, well, what I'm you saying. Know, like, like
1: Semantics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's also funny what isn't, like Bruce ha- uh, Bruce Harbaugh. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh can, like, have a sleepover at a kid's house and everyone's like, that's fine.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, like, yeah. what? okay. Uh, all right, so the, the second... Thing on my list is um is is the story you mentioned is is Fred Lohr's nineteen oh four Olympic marathon, um where in nineteen oh four they the Olympics were in St Louis yep and uh, it was in conjunction with the World Fair and they had this marathon it was ninety degrees out it started at three p.m. everybody was out of shape they had like a bunch they had you know ten Greek guys who'd never run a marathon marathon before like the whole thing was pretty janky operation um and so lohr has got tired at mile nine. And he was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna get in a car because cars were just on the course, you know. Mm-hmm. So he gets in a car, rides for 11 miles. He's like waving at people, you know. He's not pretending he's not doing it. This guy Thomas Hicks is is uh, an American who's also running the marathon. He's getting super tired, and uh, his handlers or whatever they give him a mix of something called um, strychnine. I, I it's like a it's like a pesticide that they thought was a. Um, a what, what is it a stimulant so it was it <laughs> was so they give him
0: the the four they're lo- literally
1: giving him poison and egg whites and they're like run faster meanwhile like at, fred gets out of the car 11 miles later he finishes in under three hours and uh teddy roosevelt's daughter alice is waiting at the finish line puts a wreath on him and then everyone's like wait a second we just saw that guy in a car and lords is like yeah no i mean i know like i was good i was joking it was a joke the whole thing was a joke like trying to put, play it off is like oh i wasn't lords was a bricklayer by the way and he would like run at night because he was a professional athlete who's like, I'm just a bricklayer, but I'm here. So Thomas Hicks is like almost dying on the course, but he hears that Fred Lortz just got disqualified for cheating. So now, so he's like, okay, I got to keep going. So his handlers give him the same like strychnine egg whites and then they toss in some brandy and he gets dragged over the finish line and then he's declared the winner. Fred Lortz is banned from the sport, but then they reinstate him and the next year he wins the Boston Marathon without cheating.
0: <laughs> what? Just
1: <in> a, <laughs> He ends in up the winning
0: the Boston Marathon. Wow! I didn't know all that. I, yeah, I, I didn't only knew about the guy that yeah that he got in the car I didn't know that he he was actually won the Boston marathon that's hysterical oh, the Sport, whole story is just amazing sports were really were better back in the day and I know that's uh that's a very um cliche thing to say is like everything was better we were born at the I was born at the wrong time man things were so much better back in the day but sports I think definitively they were I think these stories like if this is how modern sports worked I would love it I would love to cover same. I would love to cover uh, a guy getting in a car during a marriage. I hope this, I, I don't know. We need more stories like this, but it's impossible now because like security is so much stronger. And, like, and there's
1: more money, there's more in, money it, in it. You know, and it's, it's like, like, oh. oh.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, All right. My, What's your number two? My number two is uh, doctoring the ball or bat in baseball. I think yep. I think uh, anytime you re- hear stories about like what guys are doing to gain an advantage with their ball or bat, like corked bats and like putting too much pine tar on bats. I'm like, this is just funny to me. Like, I don't I don't I mean, I understand the physics behind it. I understand why it's cheating and why we need to ban this. But it's also like I'm not going to get mad about it because this is hysterical. Like steroids. Steroids are more obvious and more um in your face with, like, how you're cheating. I think this stuff is just, like, how how is rubbing too much pine tar on your bat? Like, if that... That's
1: not helping anybody. Come, come on. on.
0: <laughs> like, do we really care? And, like, are you aware that spitballs are illegal in baseball? How stupid is that? Like, the, well, I, well, how, Why should... You, you should be able to spit on the ball. I'm sorry. I don't understand yeah. why you can't spit on a ball. You should be able to doctor ball. I don't... I, all of it's... I think, like, by and large... That's
1: how I felt about deflating. Yes.
0: I think, by and large... Uh, if, if you find a household item that costs like less than $5 and you can figure out a way to use it to doctor a baseball so you could throw like a better curveball, use it. I think I think it should be fair game. I think batters and pitchers should both be able to like just add shit to their bats. I think you should be able to. You just shouldn't
1: be allowed to take steroids as a person, but you should be allowed to give cheap steroids to the, to ball, the, or the, to bat. the
0: ball or the ball of the bat. Yeah, yeah. You should be able to if you, if if spinning on a ball makes you throw a better curveball. I'm all for it. It's spit, dude. Like if if you produce it, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. Uh, well.
0: <laughs> right am i wrong charlotte yeah. no no no. i know no, where no, your no, mind's no, you're, going you're disgusting no, but i'm saying if you <laughs> and also it, spit on the ball who cares it's funny it's like it's it's funny i don't i don't see the <laughs> this problem It's a
1: family show mark yeah it's funny it's good i think you should be allowed to spit on the ball too. i
0: think you should be allowed to use as much pine tar as you want i think you should be allowed to to i mean the bat even the
1: pine tar is funny too because like a where who who the hell knows where you buy pine tar like are you kidding yeah. me? What is pine tar do you just go to a tree and like rub your hands? Pine on tar
0: it? is literal only use at this point as like baseball players. Like that's the only yeah.
1: and, some, and they <laughs> step up and it their their else? helmet's just like disgusting. Craig Biggio like...
0: comes to mind, his whole helmet just like yeah. just it just is all I'm like, I don't tarred. even know what
1: pine tar is. Yeah. Except that when I was little and I would like walk around outside with bare feet and I would get like t- 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 uh, <laughs>
0: Pitchers used to have like sandpaper in their back pocket, and they would like. Yeah. You should be able to use all of that. Why not? That's that's how you make you baseball can't fun. You can use an again.
1: electric sander, but you can use sandpaper. Yeah. That's no, viral. I'm
0: saying, like you can't doctor the ball. Like you have to be able to do it in in the field of play. Like if you're a pitcher, you have to be able to stand on the mound and you toss the ball to him, and then you can like pull something out and like kind of, you know,
1: into it. Yeah, like that. It. It's got to fit in your pocket,
0: yeah. and I don't know. I don't understand why bats, like in general, bats. They should have to be a certain size and they can only be made of wood. But if you want to hollow them out to to be able to swim, I don't know. I I have a lot of thoughts on this. I I think we're doing too much as a baseball community. Let them play. Let them play. (laughs) Let the kids (laughs) kids play. play. (laughs) Throw the spitballs if you want. Anyway, that's my number two. Go ahead.
1: I love it. Here for it. Um, My number one is a a story I came across. Um, It's Baron Wolfgang von Kempelen's chess machine. Uh, So there's this guy, this Hungarian nobleman. His name was Baron... Uh, Wolfgang von Kempelmann and he made a chess machine he made it was like an early animatronic thing it was this huge box and this guy would pop out of the top of it this animatronic guy it was like the original Chuck E. Cheese band Um, and he had a turban on and they called him the Turk which is definitely problematic today but you know at the time this was just like and it was this thing with mechanical arms that would play chess masters in chess and it would it wouldn't win all the time but like it would win. And people were like, this isn't an unbelievable, this is an incredible machine. Like, he made it for the princess, or this queen, what was her name? Uh, queen Maria Teresa of Austria, who turns out hated Jews, but also whipped the military into shape, and um, gave birth to 16 kids, so it sounds like a very complicated person. Got to both sides. Um, okay, I'm just saying, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm Jewish, for everybody who doesn't know that, just so we're putting that out there. Uh, okay, so there's this machine, and Edgar Allan Poe even writes an essay about it. And then it turns out that the machine, there was just a guy in it. There was just a guy there inside the box. There was no machine. It was a guy. Just... Moving. It was like the Wizard of Oz moving the arms. And that's why it would win sometimes. And it wouldn't win other times. And everyone's like, and then finally, they're just like, they're just, they're just guys in there. Like, that's all it is. And that to me is like the most beautiful If you can convince someone That like a a person is a computer In the 1800s That's just beautiful I just
0: love it. My mind immediately goes to Cartman as Awesome-O in the South Park episode, which I know you're not a South Park aficionado, but uh, shout but out to I everybody in that South Park uh, that Cartman pretends yeah. to be <laughs> a robot, and
1: uh, or it, it just reminds me of like you know the a bunch of squirrels in a trench coat yes. pretending to be a man <laughs> yeah. or something. You know, right? It's like that's funny. That's the that's about that's like the highest that's like the most highbrow humor possible to me. So here
0: what we are. If, what if that's like how it works still? Like uh, Tesla's autopilot. Is just some guy <laughs> named Charles who's just like in the like
1: Stuffed in the glove box. Like he's
0: on a lunch break. And he's like, oh shit, Mike is going to autopilot. Fuck! And he's got to like sit down and like he's no, he's he's be- it's it's like it's 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 remotely operated. It's yeah, it's, it's like remotely operated. And it's just a guy to- yeah, and he just sits at like Tesla HQ and he's on a lunch break, and Mike hits. Autopilot and Charles has to run back and get in his seat. He's like shit, and he's like, you know, he's got burritos filling all over him. And there are a lot yeah. of crashes yes, yeah. in like
1: the first five seconds of autopilot because he's like, oh shit, like turning off my
0: sweeper. Yeah, this guy's trying to steer for you in at a lab and and somewhere in Southern California. That's your.
1: That's funny, Mark.
0: That's funny maybe I don't know let's, let's look into it we'll, we'll investigate yeah. uh, speaking of driving number one on my list is literally anything in NASCAR and I'm talking yep. literally anything it does not matter how you cheat it does not matter how brazen you cheat it does not matter how unethical it is it could put people's lives in danger I do not care if you cheat NASCAR I am not going to get upset because this sport Charlotte more than any sport that has ever existed in the history yeah. of well I don't know that's, that's a bold claim but and, and that I know of to my knowledge no sport
1: Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly.
0: Has ever had its roots in criminality more than the sport of NASCAR? This is a sport that was started, it was birthed out of bootlegging moonshine during Prohibition. Mm -hmm. Cops are chasing guys. Uh, The guys who are the bootleggers would soup up their cars to go faster to evade the cops. They all started looking around saying, which one of us is the best at this? They started having stock car races based on these cars that they're souping up to get away from the cops. Um, I don't understand how that can be the origin of the sport. We fast Mm -hmm. forward to 2021, and if your fender is one degree off, you're DQ'd from the race.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you, (laughs) It does not make sense.
0: Throw it out the window. I don't think there should be any rules. I think uh, at the very least, there should be one race a year in NASCAR where anything goes. It's like the purge race. And if you're too scared to enter <laughs> it, if you're too scared, if there's some guy that's like, I don't know, man, this seems kind of dangerous, don't enter. That's fine. Don't enter. The rest of you guys, you get but to enter. just know
1: that you're a total...
0: Whip. You're a wimp. And I think it should just be like Mad Max out there and just like guys, I don't know, put spikes on your <laughs> on your <I>
1: <laughs> flamethrowers out the back. There
0: should be no rules. Um, th- I, I, It just it just baffles the mind that like that that is that it, it was a sport based on being criminals and, and whether, you know, I, I don't think you're going to find anybody that's like. Saying that the, the you know bootlegging moonshine is the biggest sin in the world, but it still at the time was is, was a criminal activity.
1: Right, right.
0: And now you fast forward to today, and you got to think- fit everything into and you get, there's so many rules, and you have to follow them all. So l- literally anything that happens in NASCAR that's cheating, I'm not going to get mad about it. I'm going to laugh that that we've come this far that this the the sport built on cheating is now trying to enforce rules.
1: I'm 100% bored. I actually would go so far as to say that you should it, you should legally have to have a bottle or at least a little nip of moonshine in your trunk at all times. You should be drunk. Yeah. And so, that, I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, like if something, I mean, flammable stuff with alcohol, that's probably a terrible... We're going to get everybody you know, killed. Right? Like the, I, I take that back. I take that back. But I'm, I'm with you. I think that's the most beautiful. I love. That's why I love NASCAR, because I love that, yeah that's how it started yeah
0: yes that that is the joy of nascar and uh yeah i I like my idea that one race a year anything goes and um i I don't know how you i guess would conduct
1: i think also you should have one race race a year where like the the drivers have to race their own their personal cars oh i love that idea it's like the u.s open and so like random guys and women who like soup up their cars can enter (laughs) and they race normal cars against nascar drivers
0: Vin Diesel's Ooh. in the in the race.
1: <laughs> we should have called this podcast "Agents Agents of Chaos." Ju- honestly, this is,
0: yeah, I, I agree with you um there it is that's our top five anything else before he goes are are there any honorable mentions anything how do we wrap this up uh
1: yeah we did get we I I there's you know normally um oh first of all the silent poll that we did I mean the poll about whether we should do a segment where um each of us mutes the other one and people are overwhelmingly in favor of that segment so that'll we'll do that at some point um I also normally you know wait to read these emails um, that we get until the honorable mentions uh, episode, but Mark, we we got one. Um, you know, I'll, I'll read it. I'll read it when the time comes. But I do want to say that remember the guy who wrote in Spencer Rand? He wrote in and said, "Save my family."
0: <laughs> yeah, yes. and, and
1: his daughter, they listened together, and I yes. called her Spend set we, Yes. We got. I'm gonna tease this. We got an email, uh, and the subject line was just "I'm Spencet."
0: Oh. Dot, dot, dot. So I'm
1: going to tease that and we're going to read it on to Monday. Be continued. Um, but uh, you know, every I, I'll go I will say that I emailed her back immediately. Um, and I was like, look, normally I, I don't, normally I wait for the show, but I wanted you to know how much I love this email. So everyone should get excited for that on Monday.
0: I'm excited for it, Tuesday. Because Lord love knows I didn't heart. read that email. Um
1: Of course you didn't. You can all right. read.
0: Pregness is on Saturday. Let's all watch together. Medina Spirit going for the double crown, which is what I call it. Did, did you know? Here, here's a fun fact: the uh the Derby the Preakness, the Belmont, the Triple Crown, they go in reverse mm-hmm. order of how old they are. The Derby is the newer of the no three, what? then the Preakness, the Belmont's the oldest, believe it or not, which is weird because the Derby feels like the most prestigious. Did you know that's yeah, weird, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I
1: didn't know that at also, all. Also,
0: uh, the, the reason the Triple Crown is so hard to pull off is that the third leg is uh, the first two, the Derby and the Preakness are similar lengths, mm-hmm. and then the Belmont's the long one. So like you get these mm. horses that, you know, if you usually win the Derby, it's not that uncommon to then win the Preakness. What is uncommon right. is to then have a horse that can run nine or ten furlongs. It's like someone who
1: wins the eight hundred and then the marathon. Yes,
0: and then now they have to step it up, and now let's see if you got the distance in you. And a lot How of these horses don't. How much
1: methadone you need for that? That's huh? gonna
0: be. Yeah. There's gonna we're, we're <gasps> upping the dose to twenty six <laughs> picograms for Belmont. Uh, All right, that's it. Send
1: us emails thepeoplesportspodcast at gmail dot Tell us funny cheating stories and, and or your horse also, names. Like, I'd love
0: and your horse horse names names. yeah
1: and your horse names i would also love to know like lies that you guys told that you thought you could get away with in the moment you know like bob baffert being like you know the the what is what is the the most elaborate
0: lie that you've told when you knew you were guilty of something and your mom caught you red-handed and you were like no uh 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 and then you yeah something like that i'm gonna think about mine
1: but i don't think it'll surprise anyone to find out i was honest to a fault like i probably should have lied more (laughs) (laughs) All right, see you Tuesday.